Hey guys, it's Kim again, a live at 5:45 broadcast podcast. Um, and y'all just come on in. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna recap the Oscars. The Oscars were held last night, and as y'all know, it's the coveted motion picture film award. You know who's the best of the best? Who did it best? You know all these type of things. And we're gonna recap. So every time they recap the awards, they recap when people arrived. They recap the the winners and of course my favorite the fashion looks y'all sometimes i'm just there for the fashion okay <laughs> okay so as y'all know the bohemian rhapsody as i mentioned they seemed like to me they were in every category or just about they kept calling their names calling their names and they won a few awards but the big i think they called it an upset for the night was that the green book won the coveted best film for 2018. The Green Book won the best film at the Oscars last night, okay? And I was listening to Tasha Cobb sing, You Know My Name, You Know My Name. And I was just thinking about how it's precious and I consider it an honor for the Lord. And as I say, Elohim, God, the mighty creator to know my name, hallelujah. Uh, the one who created the universe, he says he cursed the little sparrows as they fly around. And as he watches over them, he even watches over us. He cares about us. And the Bible also says that he knows how many hairs are on your head. He cares genuinely for his creation. But what do we do when it seems like you do your, you try your hardest, whether it's at your job, in a relationship, it could be a family structure, it could be any type of dynamic because everything, even a restaurant, anything, church, whatever, they're run by people. And people, we all have flaws. We all have faults. We all have uh, quirky ways, idiosyncrasies. We all have uh, things that we do not like about ourselves as well as things that other people may not like about us. So what do you do when it seems as if you've done all that you can do, you've done your best, but you seem to always get overlooked, okay? You seem to always get overlooked. Of course, as I said, we're talking about the Oscars. You do not win an award, much less the coveted award. You don't get that promotion. You know, you don't get that title in church. You know, you, uh, all kinds of things can happen in life. What do you do? <clears throat> I'm going to encourage you to keep on trucking, okay? Because the Lord knows your name. And we talk about the 80-20 rule. And I know I hear people talk about it a lot in uh, marriages and I've never been married looking forward to it hallelujah <laughs> but we hear people talk about marriages 80 20 but also I've heard that 20% of the people in some churches do 80% of the work and thus begins burnouts for the 20% now I'm not saying this is in all church dynamics and all church structures because in another church a church somewhere you could have people you could have 70% of the people doing the work. You might have 90%. In my church, I don't know. I just know I do what God has called me to do. I do my part and I go on. I don't sit here and look to see what everyone else is or isn't doing. But what do you do when it seems like you work so hard and your efforts are overlooked by people? Take comfort in knowing that God not only sees you, but he knows your name. So let's begin in Jeremiah 1 and 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thy camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto 
the nations, sanctified, holy, made holy, set apart. Before Jeremiah came out of the womb, he was chosen to be on God's side, but he still has to be obedient. We are chosen to be on God's side. And obedient, ordained here means gave. Jeremiah was designed and set apart by God so that God could give his life away. And William McDowell sings it so beautifully. I give myself away so that you can use me. My life is not my own. It's to you I belong. So I give myself, I give myself away. And that's what I even have to remember because I had some things going on early and it was even hard for me. I said, Lord, I have to do the, you know, my five at five forty-five, and I was going to push it up to six o'clock, seven o'clock. And I said, no, I said, you know, let me get home. Let me go ahead and do it. And when I say the Lord has tremendously blessed me because I'm telling y'all, it's not just for y'all, it's for me as well. So the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. But God has chosen us to do specific things, especially when we come into the knowledge of Christ and we make him our Lord and Savior. Then you're on his team. And you're a part of his kingdom. Work while it's day for when night cometh, no man sh can work. No man shall work. So just keep working. Sometimes it's horror because we look at other people not doing and we want to sit down or we be like, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I would never get away with that. That's the thing. Don't try to. Because if you know you can't get away with what other people get away with, don't even put forth the effort to do sloppy work. Don't put forth the effort to, you know, book the rules. Don't try to be non-compliant, anything like that. Do what the Lord has called you to do. <clears throat> and let's go to Romans 8, 27 through 31. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow, hallelujah, just as Jeremiah, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He foreknew you. He predestinated you. He called you, justified, and glorified you. Hallelujah, Jesus. If God be for us, who can be against us? <clears throat> Excuse me. And one thing that struck me is at the Green Book, they said it was there was they were not looking for that film to win there was a report that i saw said that spike lee their director almost stormed out of the oscars when they won for green book but spike lee that's not your call <laughs> that is not your call you were not on the nominating committee in fact spike lee won his award he won an award for a picture all these years he's been in business all these years he's been a filmmaker he finally won an oscar okay go get your award and celebrate and bask in that this big award you do not have a say so in that sir so y'all we you know we can look at people and be like well they got this they got that one thing i've learned you do not have a say so in that kim okay it's a, and even the lord he'll put one up and set one down promotion does not come from the north south east or west but it comes from the lord hallelujah so whom he foreknew you he pressed predestinated you called you justified and then glorifies us so, hallelujah so another thing about the awards i love to look at the fashion recap the next day i'm just in awe of a lot of the pieces that are designed and that are worn and even lady gaga had on a 
I want to say a 60 carat or 62 carat diamond, beautiful, beautiful diamond. You know, they let the stores borrow these diamonds, but it was the Tiffany diamond is what they called it. It was an exceptional piece. That girl wore that piece around her neck. I'm like, girl, you better wear that necklace. It was beautiful. So I love to look at the, the fashion recap. And so it got me to thinking as Christians about the garments that we wear. Hallelujah. We should put on the garment of praise. Hallelujah. Not only that, we have to put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. We have to put on the whole armor of God. If we don't, it's going to be kind of hard for us. And Ephesians 6 and 13 says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with our prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with our perseverance and supplication for the for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And this is what Paul is saying. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And y'all know when you're able to stand within the evil day, you know what happens in the end when you have all the, like I said, the Oscars nominating these films and passing out awards. When you have all the cast is being prepared, the body of Christ, the setting is this earth and we have a walk that's not always easy. Hallelujah. And there there's a character that we don't like to talk about. I don't even like to say his name, but he's real. The enemy, the devil, Lucifer, Beelzebub. He is as real as real can be. Hallelujah. But there was a plot twist that occurred when Jesus went to the cross he died was buried and resurrected on the third day but when he gave up his spirit the veil of the temple was rent and we can go boldly before the throne of grace and say lord i need your help lord i need you to save me lord i need you to come into my life hallelujah and then when we do that and when we walk this earth we walk this walk and we're able to withstand and when it's time for Jesus to come back like they say the sequel the second coming of Jesus and when we have accomplished that hallelujah the Lord assures us our name is written in the book of life and he proves that to us when he come back, comes back to get us because Jesus said behold I go to prepare a place for you and he told him, he said, if it was not so, I would not tell you that. In Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man to repent. Hath he said it? Shall he not do it? Hath he spoke it? Shall he not make it good? So if he told you something, he's going to do it. First Corinthians 15, 51. So here we have a dressing change. Hallelujah. Here we have something that's going to happen in the end. Whether you're raptured up, you're still alive when Jesus comes or you're in the grave. But it say the dead and the Christ shall arise first. Hallelujah. And I consider that 
I consider that, hallelujah, to be something magnificent. Because even when you watch the Oscars and the people win, like a woman, I think she won Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress for the favorite. But she gave honor to Glenn Close, who was one of the uh, runners for that, who was one of the nominees for that category. But she gave honor to Glenn Close because Glenn Close had come before her. Y'all get what I'm saying? And so I thank the Lord that the dead in the Christ dead in Christ hallelujah they have the honor of rising first so whether I will be the dead in Christ or the living I don't know but I know I want to go back with my Lord and Savior so first Corinthians 15 here we have the dress and change hallelujah verse 51 says behold I show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. He knows your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord knows your name. And when you give yourself over to Christ, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if today you say, well, I know of God, but I don't know him personally. And I would like to have a relationship with my Lord with this God that y'all talk about and you say Jesus is the Lord and Savior pray this prayer with me dear Heavenly Father Lord I thank you for this day Lord I repent of my sins and Lord I thank you Father God for forgiving me of my sins Lord I believe that Jesus came and died for me and he shed his blood Lord for the remission of my sins Lord come into my life today I invite you into my life Lord I make you my Lord and Savior Lord come into my life Father God I want to walk with you and I want to serve you Father God all the rest of the days of my life in the name of Jesus amen if you prayed that prayer you're saved and I pray that you get into a Bible teaching and a Bible believing church y'all be blessed remember the Lord knows your name the Oscars hallelujah were held yesterday and nominees most likely held their breaths while waiting to hear if they had secured the coveted award so goes the game of life but take comfort in knowing that God not only sees you he knows your name you may be overlooked by people but the Lord does not overlook his own. And one day he's going to come back to get you. Y'all be blessed and stay encouraged. And just remember, there are other episodes you can go to and you can find me on Facebook under Kimberly Hill, uh, live at 545. Be blessed.